Welcome to Sweat and Small, a podcast all about running and well-being brought to you by Lupa. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Sweat and Small, the podcast brought to you by Lupa to explore all things running and well-being. Every week, we try to get on a cool guest that can help you to motivate yourself a little bit more. I give you some information that will help you to get more out of your own running journey. Last week, or last podcast, we had Adam Burgess on, who is an Olympian and a breathwork teacher. And we actually had a really interesting chat. So go and listen to how an Olympian does breathwork and how it impacts their performance and their life in the last episode. Check it out after this one, maybe get a double dose of sweat and smile in on your run, your walk, or just your chill out. And this week, I have another brilliant guest. I have Trina Dawkins, who is our latest ambassador for Lupa, an amazing person, a runner, a volunteer, and someone who's joined me for their debut podcast. Trina, how are you today? I'm good, thanks, Connor. How are you? I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. It was lashing rain this morning, and it was a bit bleak, but Mm -hmm. the sun's coming out now. So, you know, I think that's kind of mirrored my day in many ways. So. Trina, I know you um, from a few calls that we've had and from messaging over the last few weeks and months. But for our listeners that haven't met you, could you just give us a little intro about who you are and what you do? Okay. Um, hi, everyone. So my day job really is um, I'm an assistant head teacher for um, a local authority and um, I work for a virtual school. Um, so basically, a virtual school um, champions the education of children in care and previously looked after children within social care. So that's my day job. And um, the other side of me is I run and I enjoy running yeah. a lot. A lot. Yeah. And we'll get into both those things there. But to, to start with your job, because I think it's super interesting, what, what kind of inspired you to get into that field? Um, so I've worked in education for the last 14 years. Um, so from primary schools and then I moved into teaching within FE. So that's a sixth form college for 16 to 19 year olds. But um, I focused on teaching and working with young people with special educational needs from the ages of 16 to 25. Um, I, and I, th- I felt like I'd done my time. Like so I did like 12 years in one college. So moving from teaching to managing a curriculum across five different colleges. And I just felt like I wanted to kind of explore and challenge myself a bit more. And um, so I wasn't really looking for this particular job. It was just something I read and I thought, well, you know what, I would like to try that. And um, I went for it. And lucky, <laughs> lucky for me, it was during lockdown. Um, so um, getting a job during lockdown was hard, but it was um, it was great as well. So the change has been great for me. So it's been a year now well, in this new world. Yeah, and it sounds like sounds like something that would be very rewarding and. And you do other things that are very rewarding, which which we'll surely talk about in, in a bit. But you as a you as a runner, then Trina, can you tell me a little bit about why you run and maybe how you started and, and, and where you're at today with your running? Um so in terms of running, so back in from school, actually secondary schools, I've always been into athletics. So I've always been a long distance runner. I could never sprint. Um so um my 
sport in school was within athletics was 800 meters and 1500 meters and I also enjoyed javelin and I also took part in weightlifting so I represented town hamlets in weightlifting when I was age 15. I stopped that shortly before I started college because um, as you move from school to college your friendship groups change and your yeah things that you wanted to do change as well so I wasn't so much into sports then but then I picked up running again in 2017 so I started running with a friend so we used to just kind of yeah road running like 5k 10k and then we moved on to um, running um, races which started off with race for life and raising money for cancer research so we did the 5ks and 10ks um, but then we felt like we wanted to push ourselves so we joined the running club in 2018 and it's really picked up progress since then. What was the running club you joined? So I joined a club called Adidas Runners and they cater for, so they have women's group and mixed group and it's for all abilities. So that was in 2018 and yeah, it was great. Yeah, because I think when, when we spoke before, like community and the communal aspect of running is something that that really appeals to you and you've you've done a, a lot of running with like crews around London. Uh, could you tell me a little bit about that and, and, and why you were drawn to that? idea of running with a group yeah i think one i like to talk <laughs> um and like i find that perfect. yeah and i find that when you're running and you're talking that you're not thinking about the time the pace the effort or how far you need to travel in terms of running so um running within a group and also it helped from moving from a 10k to run in long distances as well and within london there's so many different running clubs and i felt like on mondays i was running with Adidas runners on Tuesdays, I was running with um, another running club on Wednesday. But what you notice is that the same people you run with on Monday, although you've gone to another running club on a Tuesday, you'll meet the same people. Because although London is really big, it's also quite small as well, in a sense. But the running community has been amazing over the last um, few years. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. And it's something that I've only really started to to explore and, and get to know over the last year that i've been working with loop and wow it, it really is amazing and meeting people at different running events so i've done a lot of uh, run top runs uh, in my local area which has been brilliant um and obviously we set up the the looper run club ourselves and just to see people coming together and actually becoming friends and like chatting and organizing meetups outside of of the group and uh, it's just very powerful and very very warming so i'm sure you've you've made a lot of friends uh, in the running space in in the last few years have you definitely um yeah i would say gosh it's countless friends so there's friends that you've actually physically met and there's friends that you've made as part of the running community through instagram that even though we haven't met you feel like you've known them for such a long time mm. so when you finally meet them face to face at a race it's just yeah, it's like you've known each other for such a long time, but I've, yeah, over the last few years, we've made lots and lots of running friends. And, and we fall into that second category, so we're still yeah. actually yet to meet each other in person, yeah. but it's going to happen. It's going to happen, Trina. Um, that's for sure. And in terms of running, then obviously the community is big, and the reason why you started running was 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 one thing, but what what is it that's keeping you running now, and, and do you have any goals at the moment um, that, that you're working towards? Um, keeping me running currently um, is um, because I love one I love to eat and two is a form of exercise that I actually enjoy 
Um, I've signed up to local gyms before, but I'll pay the membership and maybe use it once or twice a month because I just get bored quite easily. But I just feel like with running, you can literally just put on your shoes and run in a different direction, end up somewhere different or run with somebody or run with a group of people. So as a form of exercise, I really, really enjoy it. Um, in terms of goals, um, I'm running London Marathon this weekend. Well, 3rd of October. That'll yeah. be my first real London Marathon, although I did a virtual one last year, which is probably nothing in comparison. So, um, yeah, that's yeah, that's my next goal at the moment. Nice. And, and that will probably have happened by the time the podcast gets out there. So we'll, we'll put a little... Uh, a little line in the description below and how you got on and stuff like that but i'm sure it'll be great and and just on that virtual running how was the virtual london marathon when you did it um one the weather was if you remember that day it was awful okay. it, i mean i love running in the rain but that was like torrential rain okay. non-stop from morning so we started off at hampton court so i was running with a group of friends so there was four of us and we just literally ran along the river all the way back to tower bridge yeah. And that worked out to about 20, 24 and a half miles. So we still kind of had two miles to go. And then we just kind of did loops around Tarbridge. But it was wet and raining. But the great thing was there was loads of people running the virtual marathon the same day because they okay. had their running bibs on. So it was really nice. So you actually you felt like you was running a race and you were just kind of cheering and supporting yeah. each other. So it was, although the weather was bad, it was nice to do it with friends. Because if I was on my own, I would have gotten the train and gone back home. Yeah, yeah, because I've spoken to a couple of people that did it on their own, and I think that the start of it was fine, and then it just, mm -hmm. you know, in those last few kilometers or last few miles, when usually the crowd and, mm -hmm. you know, other runners will be dragging you forward, you didn't have that, and it really, really got difficult. So I'd say, I'd say you're excited for 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 Sunday and, and actually doing it for real around lots of other people and feeling the 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 energy of 40,000 runners together on one day definitely really really looking forward to it. a bit anxious as well obviously because it's a marathon it's not my first it'll be my fourth marathon yeah. but um yeah there's always still a bit of anxiety at the beginning because you're kind of always thinking as you get towards the end will I be able to manage and because I'm aiming for a, a time as well which really I shouldn't in a way because I'm coming back from injury yeah um but there's no way I'm going to run 26 miles without having some kind of time that I would like to achieve or close to achieving yeah yeah because I think what you're saying is your coach is set you kind of an ambitious target and it's one of those that if you go for it and, and you just miss it by a little bit and that you would have surpassed what you kind of had as your initial expectation so and exactly. um, yeah it will just show what you're capable of and um I'm sure having those people around you that you didn't necessarily have last year to the same extent will, will be uh, an asset to drag you forward during the race, which would be amazing. And how has the training gone? You said that you, like, you had an injury. So was this London Marathon always in your plan or did it just pop up for you? No. Um, so, yes, I fractured my foot on the 25th of October um, last year. And I remember the date like it's someone's birthday because <laughs> that's the first time I've actually had the major injury yeah. I mean that was out during training for an ultra which ultimately didn't happen because of lockdown three um but then I got like I came back to running in February but then started um this train marathon training plan in June so I've kind of been intensively training for the last four months um okay. so 
yeah, just fingers crossed to see how. I've never really, I've trained for marathons before, but this is the first time I've actually had a coach during a marathon yeah. season. So the training plan has been quite, it's been structured, shall I say. Um, so like yeah. Monday to Sunday has been, yeah, really intense, but and I've tried to follow it as much as possible. So. And, and have you enjoyed the process at all? I have definitely and monitoring kind of like my training my fitness and stuff and my heart rate that has really improved because I mean like when I first started the training plan my heart rate doing doing some of those kind of like speed or tempo sessions was sometimes hitting 180 yeah. but now at max is like 170 or so okay. which is which is great yeah, for me and I huge. don't feel as kind of out of breath and stuff so yeah. I feel much stronger as well because obviously I've been including the strength thing conditioning sessions as well so I've really noticed a difference I'm hoping that will kind of carry me through on Sunday and was that something that you did before in for previous marathons without the coach did you always have that strength and conditioning as part of your training or is this something new um I would do it on random days not set days whereas in the yeah. training plan I actually stuck to the days um yeah. yeah and I was using an app as well for that as well so it's been really good but I used to try and do as much strength and conditioning, but as a runner, generally you don't do yeah. enough. And yeah. I think coming back from injury, I'm, I'm more aware of the things I need to do if I would like to finish a marathon. Yeah, it's something that I'm very conscious of at the moment. I'm, I talked about it on the podcast before. It was just, I came back to running um, last summer after a long break with injury and got into it and originally I was taking it nice and easy but then when it came to the new year the start of this year I just ramped it up very quickly and I probably built up this aerobic fitness without necessarily building up the strength in my legs to be able to match that and um, I was running half marathons once or twice a month and then my body just broke down and I couldn't run for like eight weeks and it's those times when you're out of running that you're like oh I was an absolute idiot. Like, why didn't I, why didn't I do the strengthening then? So I'm trying now to not be a goldfish and to actually remember that, you know, when I have these little niggles, do a bit of cross training instead. Uh, and also just do some of that strength training, irrespective of whether I have niggles or not, so that I can avoid them going forward. And rest when you need to, rest. because that's yeah. the hardest thing. And I've learned that, like, actually yeah it's better to rest and just go out and force that run or force yeah. that training how how yeah how have you brought rest into your training program for the marathon um over the last few weeks i think trying to go to bed earlier that's okay. the only rest because on my training plan there's actually only one rest day which is a friday okay. but generally i've been trying to go to sleep at 9 30 even if i'm not tired just turning off the no. tv because i'm one of those people that like noise background noise even when yeah. i'm going to sleep but now yeah. make a conscious effort actually powering it off and just closing my eyes even if it means tossing and turning for like 45 minutes but yeah just trying to sleep very cool and are you feeling better for that like are you, you know can you feel the difference in your body and in your mind um definitely over the last week or two i definitely feel much better getting yeah getting like eight or nine hours sleep it's made a massive difference but I'm going to see how long this can go on, but it might all change after the marathon. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm hoping to still trying to stick to not such a, a structured plan, but still keep up with the running and strength and conditioning. But maybe obviously the runs won't be as long, but still yeah. trying to keep a plan. 
yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. And listen, I, I want to say on behalf of all of the Luca community, best of luck in the London Marathon. Um, obviously, it will be finished by the time this gets out there, but um, people can can retrospectively send you a message or whatever after listening to this to see how you got on. Um, thank you. I, 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 think, I think that's brilliant. And I, I think it's great to get, we've had a couple of run coaches on the podcast before, but to actually get the insights of someone who um, is actually just, you know, someone like us who's training for for a marathon a goal that i'm sure a lot of people listening would like to do someday or maybe even some people might be thinking oh that wouldn't be possible for me but it's just great to to hear a journey of someone like yourself doing that um and 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 see those direct benefits of some of the stuff we've talked about on the podcast before with coaches but but running for goals and running for um your own personal isn't the only involvement you have in, in running Trina and as I mentioned before uh, you're a volunteer and I'd love to hear a little bit more about Outrunners and the work that you do there. Okay so the Outrunners so I came across the Outrunners on Instagram back in I think December actually yeah back in December of last year when I wasn't running so between October and February I wasn't running at all so I was thinking of how can I still be part of the running community without actually being out there running um, so I got in touch with the CEO, Tyler, um, and I just said to him, because I'd been following the Outrunners on Instagram, and I said to him, I love what you do, um, how can I be a part of it, how can I be a volunteer, because as a charity, it's mostly run by volunteers, mm. and then we jumped on a call, and then he told me a bit more about the Outrunners, so the Outrunners is a charity based in Hackney, and it's there to kind of support young people to get them to improve their fitness, and not just fitness, so it's kind of like their social um, social aspects and they do kind of like outrunners, not outrunners, um, run your career. So they do career events as well. So it's for all the young people in Hackney from, yeah, I think from age eight and onwards. So they have running clubs for them. They have careers. They have mentoring programs. And this is all free to the young people in Hackney as well. Um, and they obviously have running programs for adults as well. So um, when I spoke to Tyler, I said, how can I support you? We jumped on a call, just gave him some information about my background in terms of teaching, working with young people. And um, I also used to teach GCSCPE sports as well. Then he mentioned about setting up a running club. um, And the aim was to provide a fitness club for young people aged 13 to 19. But this wasn't supposed to be just a running club. It was going to be a club that has running and other fitness aspects as well. But the point was for the young people to be part of the designing and putting together the program. So we kind of built that up during the lockdown and then just kind of wait for Boris to give us the go ahead in Mm. April um, for us to start the physical aspects of it. That's brilliant. And how how have you found that? How's that work been for you? Um, It's been amazing. So the session runs on Mondays from it was 5.30, but it's now changed to 6 p.m. because since the return back to school in September, a lot of our young people have now moved to sixth form, which is out of the borough. Some of them are traveling yeah. as far as Croydon. Okay. So coming all the way back to Hackney is quite far. So we've moved it from 5.30 to 6 p.m. start. So it's 6 to 7. And yeah, it's amazing. It's only once. I'm only available once a week, but it's amazing. So obviously um, I'm one of the coaches, but we have another coach as well called Christina. So we've got Trina and Christina. Not confusing at all. No, no, <laughs> obviously we've got Tyler as well. And it's obviously we have running, we have people coming to deliver things like boxing, 
um, HIIT workouts, yoga, Pilates. And these are all the things that the young people wanted to try. So it's been really good for them because it's, it's about them and what they want. And we always try to do like evaluation as well and say to them, if it's something you like, let us know. If it's something you don't like, also let us know so that yeah. we can bring in more things that you like. That's amazing. And uh, for anyone who hasn't heard of Outrunners before, do check them out on Instagram. Again, we can leave a link underneath the description to this podcast. But uh, I just think that the work that they're doing and you're doing is, is fantastic. And um, maybe you can see if there's something like it in your own area and, and, and volunteer, or maybe you can support Outrunners just by you know engaging with them on social media, sharing some of their stuff and and getting word out there. I think uh, it, it's it's well worth doing. So thank you for for sharing that, Trina, and, and for the work you're doing there. Um, I wanted to ask you a little bit about about Lupa and 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 what you think and and how you came about Lupa. So how how did you find out about Lupa yourself? Um, so I was on Instagram as I am most of yes. the time. And um, so I know Ray, Ray Smart, and Be Smart, Smart Get Fit. So he yeah. posted on his story that he will be um, talking to um, yourself. Yeah. And I think it was on the same day that I saw this story. And I think it was going to be happening at 7 p.m. of that same day. So I just kind of set a reminder to join in the live Instagram. So obviously listened to yourself and Ray talk about the app and what it's about and how you started it. And I just thought I'll give it a try. So and I think I was running the next morning, actually. So I downloaded the app the same evening and I gave the app a go the next morning. I really enjoyed it because I love guided runs anyway. So I thought, let me have a go and just see what it's all about. And yeah, I was hooked. I really enjoyed it. Awesome. And, and how has, has it been um, helpful for your training for the marathon, even with the kind of longer, slower runs and stuff like that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, like there's some of the sessions that I've enjoyed. Doing. So I think I've used the, I've used the body scan and I've used a few of the other ones that I can't remember the names of. Um, there's the breathing one I really like yeah, as well. Yeah. So that's really good. Um, yeah, so it's been really good. I haven't used this. I try to use it like once or twice a week, but sometimes I try not to listen to anything as well. Because yeah, yeah. I'm used to using listening to music, but um, I get bored of music. So I think guided runs a bit better for me, just having to listen to somebody. Yeah. Um, while I focus on like if it's a tempo or speed session and stuff so but I'm looking forward to using the 10k ones to get you faster which is my aim anyway so I'm hoping yeah. after the marathon training I can try and improve my 10k and 5k time so I'm looking forward to those speed sessions those we're, lessons we're, we're looking forward to, to seeing your progress with the, the fastest 10k course yeah it's it, it'll be great but yeah Trina I think um you know, from my perspective, I just loved your enthusiasm and um, you reached out uh, to like sent a message to, to our page and we were chatting. And again, like immediately the next morning, you'd put up a, a story about using the app and kept doing it. And obviously we jumped on a call and I, I, I just think that um, you're someone who represents our brand incredibly well, just uh, as someone who has a very holistic view of 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 life in terms of it's not just about one thing it's about you know yeah it's about career but it's also about you know family and it's about uh exercising and looking after oneself but also things like volunteering and looking after the wider community and uh you know i think you have been and, and will continue to be a great ambassador for us at lupa so 
um thank you for for being one and uh, everyone do give trina a follow on 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 instagram and again we'll stick the link underneath this but just look up uh trina dawkins and she should pop up or, or trina what's what's your handle just to make I it mean, easier for at trina, trina underscore runs it's easy trina underscore runs go check out her page give her a follow engage in content and maybe drop her a message to say what you thought of the podcast but trina before we wrap up do you have any last messages for for our listeners for the community and um, maybe even some tips or just general advice on life um i would just say if there's anything that you've been thinking about trying um just give it a go and always there's always people out there who's done it before just reach out to them don't be afraid and the running community is amazing like everyone is so helpful everyone's really super supportive and um share your journey with people and they will keep inspiring and encouraging you to to get to where you want to get to i couldn't have chosen better words myself so trina thank you so much for for coming on for chatting for being a great ambassador for loop and also just uh, a, a great person in general so i hope thanks, you have a great Connor. day thanks thanks for coming you on too, Connor. thank you take care okay everyone uh, that was our interview with trina so do check her out on social media and do support her We'll be back here for another podcast very soon where we'll look at more things running and well-being with Lupa. Until then, have great days and chat to you soon. Thank you for listening to Sweat and Small, a podcast brought to you by Lupa. If you would like to access the Lupa running app, all you have to do is go onto the wearelupa.com website, register your details, and you'll get an access email as soon as possible. Also, if you'd like to subscribe, share, and review this podcast, we'd really appreciate it. We'll see you here Thursday two weeks for the next episode of Sweat and Smile.